Hello, you found the Texas Steampunk Connection, your source for all things steampunk in the great free state of Texas. We have adventures. We review books, movies, and games. We interview cool people, and we share upcoming events. And we ask the all-important question, is it steampunk? What is steampunk? I'm Flavio. I'm Erica. And I'm Fax. <laughs> we are your hosts. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Texas, Texas Steampunk Connection. And we're recording. All right. And we're back. Steampunk. Uh, November 2018. Winding down. Starting to rain. Starting to rain. We're a little nervous. A little chilly. But More never chilly. mind all that. Never mind. We have with us one of the actual actors. Cast members. Cast members presenting at this event. The wandering cast of Steampunk November. Which I didn't even know they had. So please, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is William Hare. <clears throat> I am the undertaker here at Misfortune's Landing. Uh, this is our first year having a cast. Is the reason why you didn't know we existed. That makes, that makes sense. All right. We, we snuck up on you all sneaky-like in the nighttime. And like an undertaker away. might do. <laughs> well, undertakers, you know, that, that's a good profession, you know. It's a very, very honest profession. Uh, for some reason, people have bad connotations because undertakers deal with the dead all the time. But we're, we're, we're very honest men. Definitely no grave robbing. That's illegal. <laughs> is it now? So how was how was business <laughs> this weekend for the Undertakers? Well, business has been about as normal. Uh, my my partner Burke and I we we pride ourselves in having the smallest cemetery in the world, one grave, <clears throat> but it's not for lack of deaths, of course. Wait, we just. What? Uh, but then how? I don't think I understand. We we we, we have the smallest cemetery in the world, oh, one right. one empty grave. So all the rest are full. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, wait. Uh, oh, okay. So really, you only need one empty grave at a time. You can count the right? headstones I've carved on one finger. Why would you carve headstones on your finger? No, no, not, no I wouldn't carve. <laughs> you can count the many, the, the number of the ones I've made here in Misfortune's Landing on one finger. So you're not the headstone carver. No, There's under- another guy? No, well, <laughs> undertakers have... We have lots of jobs we do. Uh, sometimes, depending on what's here, uh, I will make your headstone. I'll make your box. I'll even perform your last rites, get you ready, get you shaved, <coughs> ruffle through your pockets. Wait, wait a minute. I thought you said that was... <laughs> that's that's just an additional service, you know. Oh. Okay. No, just make sure that there's nothing embarrassing left in there for your family to find. Pocket watches, money, jewelries. Oh, all the embarrassing stuff. Got so it, So you're, right? you're going to purge my internet history? Is that part of the what you do? Yeah, sure. Teach me how to do it. That's fine. <laughs> oh, okay. I should I should add it's it to a, my business card. It's a good service. That's pretty good. So I'm still confused as to the the the, the one headstone, one grave, and it's empty. Where did all the people go? Science. That's a miracle of science it is. So everyone's immortal. Nobody's dying. Is that what's happening? No, no, they're dying. We are in the future. <laughs> we're just we're just using the well. We we. We're uh, using the uh, the the the, I, I the gift of, of death you're, you're to to make medical discoveries or let other people make medical discoveries. Your partner, Mr. Burke, I, I, is, is that right? I think he's he's here, or some other stranger with a shovel. Oh no, I, I'm I'm William Burke, of course. My partner over there, probably sure did not introduce me. I did. Oh, talking briefly. Bad. No, I'm just I'm just telling them of our completely legal and legit, legitimate mortuary service we're running here. Oh, all right, I just because Grave Robin's up legal. and see you sitting here talking to these folks. 
All right. I got. He's telling, you all, he's, he's telling us all your secrets. Really? No, not all of the secrets. That's so. No, I did not. I didn't. Hey, put that away. Put that away. Yep. People can't see what you do. Is doing. that one of the things you use in your job description? <clears throat> well, we'll tell you. Sometimes we have to go do grave checking, and not not everything that we dig up is dead. <clears throat> right. It's not not all the time. You know, every now and then you find something in the ground still moving. But but grave robins, are le- it's it's a very heinous crime. We do not rob graves. Very frowned upon. So you just dig them up if they're still moving. No, just to make sure, because, you know, some things oh. don't stay dead, so to speak. And they bite. Oh, so you dig up right the there. biters. Oh, dear. So that's that's part of the science? Well, we have yet to have the patience to take one alive. So no. Oh. Uh, uh, forgive my rudeness, sir. Are you trying to peg us for ghouls? No, you're clearly gentlemen. All right, just making sure. Well, you know. well, I mean, I didn't know you. I just walk up and see my partner having conversations with you lot. And so I wanted to clarify. Everything. Is it all right that your partner has conversations with? It's with right, other Mr. People? President. I know. I, I like in you. my last marriage, I wasn't allowed to have conversations with other people either. Well, we're not that sort of partner. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> not that we frown upon that sort of thing. We were okay just, with that, yeah. but we're business partners. So. It's not cold enough for us to cuddle yet. Right. Well, clearly, since you're holding the shovel, you do all the work. Well, we both do work. It's just I prefer the physical part. Of it. Oh, I see. What's his work? Well, I take the money. Does That's the why his name's first. Sort of thing. So, so, so yeah, so he's sitting down doing his job, talking to us. Well, you know, talking to the people that we're selling funeral plots to and arranging funerals, that sort of thing. You honestly don't think I'm looking at these people, expecting you know, what they might need or have in their pockets? Right. See. Yeah, so. He yeah. also is good at taking measurements. He takes the measurements on certain people's wares that they have. So. I know for sure. I've gotten really good at taking measurements just by looking at someone. To get the the size of the box that you're going to need. Absolutely, sir. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. For example, your box that I would make for you would be five foot eight, and and your box as well, sir, five foot eight, and and you as well. But ah. we're all five foot eight. Hey, put you on the same box. Uh, and sir, uh, wait. My, may I interrupt and say that is a very fine vest you're wearing. There. That's very nice. Oh, oh, thank you very much. I think thank that's you. my size. I believe it to be mine. I got ash on this. You have a new vest. You just got that last night. That's I right. mean, I mean, he purchased it completely legitimately. Right. They, they no longer from a, needed it. From they a tailor. were willing to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Or part with it, so to speak. Okay. <laughs> so the other day, I saw an abundance of um, plague plague mask doctors walking around. Were they? Did they have any effect on your business? Did they slow it down, speed it up? What were they? What were their? What were they doing here? We cannot accept or deny responsibilities for any of that. Is, is there a threat of plague in these uh No comment. Parts? No. Oh. <coughs> uh, sorry. I see. Oh, okay. Was that a cough? Are oh, you no. feeling one? No, no, no. I, I had an itch in my mustache. Does the plague oh, start with a cough? I, I don't I remember. Don't know. <laughs> he had a bit of corn chip stuck in his throat from what he did. Corn chip. Oh, yes. yes. Oh. The I'm not sure if you've told your listeners about the food trucks out here, but uh, we, we just ate Frito pie. I put jalapenos in mine because I really hate myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. But they taste so good. Oh, they do. They I do. did not put onions in mine because I didn't want to kill off the whole village in one shot. That would just be an uptick in business for you, though. Too much work is too much, so we yeah, waste things much. that way. See, if the body's laying around too long, you can't get much. I mean, you can't really do much with it. What are you it. talking about? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> it's it's nice to have to bury, <clears throat> bury uh, perfectly healthy, and and perhaps people with medical oddities. Uh, we bury them. I do have a job. 
Um, with all full honors, yes. So you bury healthy people with medical oddities. Are those the, well, the ones some, that are some, still moving? Sometimes. Uh, the, the, doctors, the doctors like um, people who have utmost physical health so we can, you know, they can cut them open, figure out, take pictures for the classes and such. And then they like people with medical deformities, which is harder for us to get because... What? Wait. Doctors? I mean, Do I mean, with doctors? I mean, no. The the box likes to hold people. The, bo- the box likes. To <laughs> the box likes to hold people. The five foot eight box. The five foot eight box. That's right. Uh, the, the, f- oh. the one we have. The one that everybody conveniently fits in. Be, All at, at once. At least for about an hour. You you see the part of a of a mortuary services is maintaining a cemetery too. So when you have the world's smallest cemetery, one grave, um, hundreds of bodies, but one grave. Um, That's so very you're, confusing. You're in charge of making sure they're well taken care of. So we're also hired outside of our town to, to check other graveyards and cemeteries to make sure they're well kept and maintained and that no you know grave robbers have gotten into them. Oh, yes. Or other ghoul gangs of, some, of that matter. So we, we check them out and make sure. Sometimes you'll hear a scratching and a knocking. We open it up to see what the hell the noise is. Could be an animal. Could be a load of insects. And then turn out that there's a damn vampire in there, or, or or a zombie, so to speak. So, so you're you're vampire uh, hunters and, and and zombie disposal on the side. That's oh, not well, our no, problem. No, no. We just let that's, them go. That's that's like um, you just open them up and let them go. Well, they're moving around, no business in it. Oh, yeah, they're just taking up a grave that you use to need for something else. We could use it for some other shit. So I I could tell you, I actually did. Is I there did. another departments that you could? Let know about. <laughs> well, I, I did try to take two of the, the, the living dead and put them in a sideshow. I oh. set up a tent. There's a small little town uh, about 100 miles west of here, or east. It was east, east of here. Uh, and I set up a small sideshow tent with two of these, these things in there. And let's just say the area has been quarantined by the federal government. And I'm not here right now. I'm, they, I do not exist. See, we went under uh, uh, other aliases on on that job just to make sure we would not gain too much popularity, that sort of thing. So uh, you do know this is being recorded, right? Do what? What? Re- <laughs> recorded. <laughs> We're going to put it on the radio for people to listen to. Oh. Is that well? See, the, the, what I took out of that story was they're I employing. Discussion. <laughs> what is this? That they're offering employment to others that they find in need that, you know, may have been in worse condition before. I just thought you wanted me to hold an apple. I, I'm a little a little concerned right now about your uh, your stories. They're not really coming together quite. Uh, I, think, I, mean, I think I need a... Okay, so we should probably shut this off. A police officer or something. No, 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 no. Do not get the law involved, please. Please do not get the law. No, no, there's definitely... What are you doing? We, we, no, there's no need to get up. No. Half an no, angel if you never saw us. You don't need to... All right, well, I think I think I hear beer calling my name on the other side of the nation. You know what? Oh. I believe we have an appointment with that one trollop over here. Oh, yeah. I have two coins for her. Yeah, I got half, I got half, half a crown for her. All right, well... So, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so nice to speak with you. Thanks for stopping by. That was an interview that we had with Burke and Hare at Steampunk November, which is the last interview uh, that I think we... Well, this this episode will be the last episode with, with interviews with right. Steampunk November. Well, but, yeah. We have uh, this one and we have one more. <laughs> but when, when after talking to them at Steampunk November, I was curious about them. So I looked them up and there's several movies made from them about them. <laughs> <laughs> and the one I found was Simon Simon Pegg was in it, so I thought it'd be really funny. 
wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be. We we just uh, we just got up from watching it uh, together to just see a little bit more about who these characters were because that interview was very interesting. Yes, they are definitely characters. Kirk <laughs> <Burke> and Hare. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Simon Pegg and uh, what was the other guy? Uh, Andy, Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Yeah, they were. I mean, it was a good movie. Well, I don't know how good it was. It was. It was not as funny as I thought it was going to be. It was silly, <laughs> but. It wasn't really steampunk. It was the right t- time period. A little bit pre-Victor. Well, a little bit pre. It was. It was Victorian 18, period. Yeah, uh, earlier 1800s. Victorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, no electricity. Um, <laughs> but uh, photography was was that was that exaggerated or was that the, the state of photography at the time? Do you think? Uh, yeah, that was the state of photography. Okay. Yeah, very expensive process with mm-hmm. uh, it's a huge uh, camera. Uh, that harsh they using. chemicals. They still do that process uh, for for hobbyist photographers who, who want to do that mm-hmm. that I, I don't know anything about it but i know it's expensive <laughs> right because of the chemicals you're using and all silver. that yeah. oh silver yeah silver mm-hmm. yeah it's like a silver nitrate uh solution that you but uh put on the metal plates yeah this movie came out in 2010 so still fairly new and we had the darndest time trying to find it <laughs> yeah yeah i, I found, found it on a youtube DVD. yeah i found a dvd on um amazon or was no it was e- ebay and yeah, it turns out it's the wrong zone. <laughs> it was a, a Blu-ray from European from coding European co- zone. Yeah, so it didn't play on my DVD player. So we're going to fly over to Europe <laughs> so we can find a DVD player that will play this. All right. Uh, then we went to Netflix and Hulu and all the places, and it wasn't anywhere. Nope. And Erica had this bright idea. <laughs> what did she's you the, do? She's the smart one of the group. I searched it on YouTube, <laughs> and there it was for free. Although the <laughs> the quality wasn't. Great. The picture was kind of grainy. Well, you know, YouTube. It was YouTube. Your screen, yeah. your Beggars can be choosers. Huge. Yeah, yeah. If, if you watch it on your on your uh, smartphone or something, you'll you, you won't have any problems at all. <laughs> but hey, yeah, free movie. Right. Um, so pretty Bur- gross. Burke and Hare. I mean, I, I was told they were grave robbers. They only tried to rob one grave and failed at that. <laughs> they didn't actually rob graves. They right. um they created the, corpses. Right, they procured their product through other means. <laughs> they were serial killers. Yes. I mean, I don't know how else to, to put it. Uh, I hope we're not, well, we're not spoiling anything because you could just go to Wikipedia. Right. Uh, which I have done to uh, to look up uh, Burke and Hare. And uh, from the description on Wikipedia, the movie hits it point by point. Oh, yeah? That's so good. You'll, so that's probably, if I might say, why the film wasn't more entertaining. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it's 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 a historical story sprinkled in with a lot of dark, Silly, dark humor. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I think that I thought they did really really well with it. Um, but it it yeah, it's dark, uh, and gross. <laughs> it's gross anatomy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Erica, now we know you, you were. Uh, not my favorite movie. You were cringing and <laughs> yeah, I I I'm squeamish about dead bodies and dissections and slapping wet organs <laughs> into pans. And that Ugh. was nasty. Yeah, <laughs> that was very nasty. But yeah, you also uh, cringed at the time where they were, you know, the so-called love scene. Uh, <laughs> and they just kissed, and you're like, gross. Like. Uh. <laughs> Well, the implication we was... We won't that, spoil it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, there's a good time and a place for relations. 
prison cell not being one of them, in my opinion. <laughs> he knows this trick he can do with your tongue. <laughs> in the prison cell, on the dirty, filthy, disgusting... It was a conjugal last wish visit. Ugh, <laughs> so gross. Yeah, I... Yeah, so no. let's just say, it wasn't really a happy ending. <laughs> no, because it's, it's a real historical story, right, right? right? Which means they get caught, which means they become history. Um... Um, sorry to tell I don't want to. Don't want to. Sorry to say this, Mister Burke and Mister Hare, that we met at Steampunk November. <laughs> you might, you might want to <laughs> try a new profession. <laughs> We've seen your future. <laughs> they, I didn't get from the interview that these characters were were, were killing people. Right? <laughs> they were. They, they were collecting the recently dead for burial, briefly, and. And then, w- w- right? They jumped ahead to the funeral parlor part. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then for a, a handful of shekels or whatever, you know, it goes on to its next point port of call. Okay, so it's good to say we're in an alternate timeline. <laughs> That's what happened. Shillings are what they use. I'm going to give them the benefit Britain. of the doubt. I don't have any proof of. Uh, <laughs> they were admiring your vest. <laughs> it's a fantastic vest. <laughs> That's true. It was. <laughs> All righty then. Um, but since we're on the topic, if you like this sort of film or this, uh, eh, if you like these sort of actors, if you're into Lord of the Rings, um, yeah. <laughs> there's another movie I find fascinating that uh, since Andy Serkis was in this mm-hmm. from Lord of the Rings in 2010, uh, Dominic Monaghan, one of the one of the hobbits, hobbits, was in another movie. In 2008, called I Sell the Dead. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned is, this one. Which is also about Grave robbing selling, the dead selling the dead in the Victorian period. But not about Burke and Hare. Uh, no, no. This okay. is this is a uh, another not a historical oh, okay. uh, story. It's just uh, based on that period. Um, and as a benefit of that, they can make crazy stuff up. Makes sense, and, yeah. And I thought it was a much more entertaining movie. It's not as gruesome. They're not, the the characters in this other movie are not killing people. They're just they're they're actual grave robbers. Okay. And uh, they get into it with a uh, organized crime group of other grave robbers. <coughs> so there's you know tension between them. Of course, yes. Um, <laughs> And uh, more entertaining isn't funnier, or just a better movie yes, overall. Yes, funnier and less, less gruesome, less dark. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, kind of dark, but it's it's more magical reality. Okay. So uh, not only do you have to worry about the the organized crime thugs who are also digging up graves, you have to worry about ghosts. Oh. And zombies coming back from the dead. Okay. Okay. And who knows what else. I think the when we, our interview with Burke and Hare, they mentioned something about on occasion the bodies get up. <laughs> well, that was also a thing that would happen, right? People would get buried and they weren't actually dead. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, so weren't resurrectionists doing a, a public service on occasion <laughs> if they happen to dig up someone who wanted to get out? I don't know that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always a good thing. Better safe than sorry, right? <laughs> uh, but I thought I thought I Sell the Dead was uh, super entertaining, um, and uh, I would recommend it. Or if you are 
interested, Burke and Hare is on YouTube for free right now, and you can watch that. It rounds around two hours, 15 yeah. minutes, something like that. Something like that, yeah. It ran a little long. There was a couple of scenes I think they could have edited it out. <laughs> um, I, thought, I thought it was... Well, again, because it was a historical mm-hmm. story, it was a little slow. Yeah, definitely. A little slow. Uh, and I saw that they didn't have that problem. <laughs> they could go at any pace they want. Uh, so yeah, there's two films. Uh, not not really steampunk, but uh, but fun and the, of the period. Yeah, of the period. So yeah, Mr. Burke and Mr. Hare, we thank you for the interview. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't think I will be. Uh, well. It's not going to be up to me, but after I die, I don't think we, you know, we're going to go somewhere else for services. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just your mortal remains. <laughs> so, <laughs> we have one other interview <laughs> while we were while we were there at uh, Steampunk November. A fascinating woman with uh, um, Ganonymous. Ganonymous, yes. I, I can never say the word. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but but, uh, but Erica's our. She knows how to say it perfectly. <laughs> Would you call this a band, musical group? Musical group. Uh, they do a lot of uh, historically accurate music with correct instruments and correct uh, lyrics and all of that sort of thing. Yeah, they're very highbrow. Yeah, so if you're in, into actual you know, period piece music, they are super interesting to listen to. But enough about that. Let's have... Let's- Give you the interview. Yep. Put the interview on, and then we'll play some music, and then uh, we'll, we'll go back. into um, yeah, coming up stuff. Okay, we are back, and it's the third day of Steampunk November, twenty eighteen. We made it, and it's, we, it's almost kind of warming up. We're not freezing to death. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah, it's been kind of cold, but it's feeling good today. And we have a new guest today. I am a guest, a happy guest. <laughs> and, what's, and what's your name? Hi, I'm Lisa Messiah, and um, I guess I'm from this Dallas-Fort Worth area, and known as Nzinga, the Moor of Dundee, at our local Renaissance festival called Scarborough. But with our band, our in-house band is called Gananum out there at Scarborough, and we are here at Steampunk November, I think perhaps for the eighth year. I'm pretty sure. Wow. So this, you've been here since the very first um, uh, Steampunk November. Pretty much so. Maybe, wow. yeah, so we've been here in different varying forms, but I'm sure we've grown, and this is probably one of the best years ever. I've seen this place grow incredibly. At first, it was just in one baby section. Now we've got one, two, three, four, five. Oh, my God. It's yeah, just growing. Stages everywhere. So yep. I remember the first time we came here, it was like half the size. And then the next year, it was like it doubled in size, you know. And, yep. and we've only been here for, well, I think this is our fourth year. Yeah, it's our fourth year. Well, I love I love your podcast. I love the ideas of them. And I'm looking forward to hearing other places that you go this year. We try to travel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we try. Uh, like I went to Dragon Con earlier this year. They had a big steampunk track going on there. Um, yeah, isn't there something coming up in Wisconsin? Pretty much next weekend, I think. No, not yeah, sure. It's huge. Maybe. I think it's the largest one in in the country. Certainly, this is the best one in Texas. Oh, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is. Uh, it, it's fun to find a, a strictly steampunk focused event that that is as big as this that has gone on for as many years. It's it's not like we've we've co opted a convention that was anime or, or something else. This is just us. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> and this is, I mean, it's such a beautiful event out here. And I hope people who are listening put it on their calendar for next year because we've got everything out here. We've got at least four. We'll probably have five stages next year. We've got everything from saloons to camping. The food trucks are delicious, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, year. this yep. has been a very good improvement from last year. There was uh, problems getting enough food and enough uh, uh, varying foods to keep an interest oh yeah i don't know what happened last year but this is uh this is much better we've got uh, barbecue and and philly cheesesteaks and nachos and uh good beer very good beer yes the beer is good today this year yeah now only people over 21 should be listening to this great beer local (laughs) local craft and everything hot chocolate for the rest of you kitties there you go But, and all that. And I, I, we love playing music out here. You know, Ganonim, we do traditional, primarily ballads of the British Isles, a lot of Irish jigs and reels and, and all. And that's one of the things that we're doing out here. And something new we had in the last evening, Friday evening, Saturday evening, Cowboy Bob. Cowboy Bob's show is around the campfire where we do traditional songs of Americana circa, you know, the 1800s, like, you know, Clementine, um, you know, just Turkey in the Straw, all these good, you know, Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer to those kind that, of things. I heard that drifting through the through yeah. The I was going to think I heard that. Yeah. Oh, good, good, and and um and also I've got a CD here that if you get an opportunity, my favorite is always I call it the Popeye song. It's the <laughs> Sailor's Hornpipe. Now you see this group right here. This is Queen Anne's Lace. They are the finest a cappella female singing groups ever, ever, ever. And you need to talk to them later. Yeah, I think they've been singing on the stage next to us all day yesterday. Oh, yeah. Not all day, but if we would hear them, they they were good. Oh, no, there's some amazing groups out here. Great spot here at Steampunk November. We're new. Two stages and two pubs. So we are completely happy. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> That's great. This is almost a music festival. We, we've said with other uh, oh, yeah. people we've talked to here, there's so many bands. There's, what, seven seven stages, and there's always somebody on, on everyone. Yes, there are seven. I think I said four, but there are about at least seven. Yeah. And the great thing, I mean, there is rock. There is country there is folk there is americana like we do there's irish ballads and jigs and rigs like we do yeah, there was a marching band at the end of the, last night oh <laughs> wow that parade the parade they were, they were they were very good yeah. and and did, I, I thought it was a, a, a new orleans funeral i was like oh no who died <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> and then and then they got up on stage and turned into a funk band oh which, which wow. was awesome i yep. mean same band but they yep. changed their 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 style when they got up there and uh they had more energy than I think anybody else left. At the wow! Fair. Did you did you hear the band that did kind of music from Macedonia, Israel, that kind of Middle Eastern sound with a kind of a Western kick? Is this I'm, the same band we're talking about? Oh, no, oh, oh I missed band. them. What stage were they on? They were on what they call the train stage. Okay. 
Okay. And they were, I, I don't know who they were. They were just great. I mean, everybody out here is great. And a lot of it, because I think Sh- uh, Shane Richmond, who is, whose property it is out right. here, he himself is a brilliant, brilliant musician. So he attracts a lot of really great musicians. That's good to know. Who are just his, you know, his friends that we've known him since he's been eight years old, and now he's a manly man with children of his own. So, so you said you've been you've been coming to Steampunk ever since the beginning. Since the beginning, because uh, I remember hearing words that like that, like the first one or two were like a private event, like for a birthday like party. Is birthday that true? That he was holding or was it always open to the public? Because every time I, when I heard about it, I was holding it was a private event kind of thing at first when it first yeah, started, and then it was invitation only and then the invitations became more loose and flowing and then it became this well there are so many great events that actually happen on this property and i've slept since then so i don't remember (laughs) exactly i just have always known everybody okay and just kind of traveled and a lot of it has to do because we are part of that renaissance fair entertainment group but i think we're the people that not so much travel everywhere Yet we do, but we also live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area because I got to tell you, I need a bed. I need yeah. a, I need to yeah. sleep every night. So, and some people can take that road, that road trip, and go from fair to fair. But we do visit a lot of different places. Like I love my favorite one certainly are Scarborough Fair, the Renaissance Festival in Waxahachie, Texas, April and May every weekend, and Santa Fe and Santa. Fe. I love Santa Fe's also, and there's really? is in September. Yeah, and you should oh. check that. And they're, uh, they're another great, great, great uh, fair. But getting back to steampunk, a lot of us are the same people. We just love history. And a lot of us are historical reenactors. So if you ask us who we are, sometimes we're, we're fictional characters, and sometimes we're actually real characters. And it's like our music that we play. Some of it is very traditional that you might have heard in the 1500s, and others are in the 1800s. But... Pretty much as soon as you get to the turn of the century, outside of This Land is Your Land by Woody Guthrie, (laughs) that's where we kind of stop because we like to keep traditional music alive because it's through your podcasts and people like yourselves that we can hear things that are of tradition and and keep us grounded. Yeah. Yeah. And the fun thing about steampunk is that, you know, one of the conceits is that we're time travelers. So... You know, the, the steampunk aesthetic has all of that. You know, you can draw from, from different areas in the Victorian period, different parts of the world, you know, during that turn-of-the-century time. Or you could just pick and choose things from the far future, you know, like Space Corps or whatever. We're time traveling. Oh, wow. So we're, we, can, yeah. we can kind of pick and choose and create our characters from a vast source material. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, even the group that I, I pl- I'm playing with today, Gananum, spelled G-A-N-Ananum. I always get, can I look at my <laughs> yeah. our own CDs, which I'm, thank you. I, I, you know, when you're writing them, you know how to spell it, but it's pretty much G-A-N as in Nancy, A-I-N. M, mm, as in Messiah, my last name. But we like to do traditional ballads. And so you're going to hear concertinas and penny whistles and guitars and banjos and all different things that may have been around for the last 100, 200, 300, 400 years. Yeah. And, uh, but I like the history of it. And one of the things with Cowboy Bob, which is one of the campfire sing-alongs, we sing a lot of songs that would have been sung during the Civil War also. 
Uh-huh. You know, in addition, you know, you've got when Johnny comes marching home again, hurrah, hurrah, which is really from the Irish ballads, Johnny, we hardly knew you. Yeah, that's what I'm familiar, more familiar with. It's um, brutal. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a really downer. Yeah. <laughs> the Irish are good at dying. Oh, it's, it's all about love and dying, don't you know it? I grand. Yeah. You know, when I was in Ireland, they said, hey, grand, you, you know, you're singing all the songs, but really... I have an accent from Scotland. <laughs> I be in the Mora Dundee. Oh yeah, there's there's oh, me card. There's me card. Nice. But uh, steampunk is all about it, and I, you know, Queen Victoria was really quite progressive during her time, and she was also very instrumental. That if the enslaved people were able to get out and they got to Canada, she said, you are free forever. We're not sending you back nothing. So when it came to human rights, Queen Victoria was a right-on woman. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. Yeah, so. But and she kind of had to be because before that, there were all these ideas about, well, you know, a woman couldn't possibly oh, yeah. rule the country right. in, a, in a, you know, proper manner. There's no way that a woman could hold all of these ideas in her head about all the proper forms of governance and all of the important things, and she's just like, watch me, dudes. Hey, <laughs> suffragettes rule. <laughs> <Yeah>. Suffragettes rule. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Queen Victoria had to advance the rights of women because, Absolutely. because she was a woman, and yeah. she was doing something that the men of her day did not think that a woman should be doing, but you don't say that to the queen, so... <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> A woman can't do what now, gentlemen? <laughs> yes. Good deal. Yeah. Oh, good. So where do you all where do you all go next? Uh, we go home and try to warm our butts. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, this, is, this is really uh, uh, steampunk season with uh, getting into uh, the, the Christmas holidays. There's, uh, there's Dickens on the Strand in Galveston. Oh, yeah. When is but, that? Uh, that is uh, beginning well. beginning of December. Okay, mm-hmm. and there's there are Dickens festivals in almost every small town in the state. Hmm. So you know, you just pick one, you do a little googling. Oh, um, oh we always love jazz Dickens. Oh, I particularly love Oliver. Oliver Twist. <laughs> oh, I, my favorite author, I believe there. And of course, you've got what? What is it? What's a Christmas? A Christmas Carol. Yes. Oh yeah. Jacob Marley. Oh, man. <laughs> that was back when Christmas was all about ghost stories and scaring each other, which now we can only do in October, which uh-huh. is a drag. <laughs> oh, no, wait. We have Krampus. We've got Krampus, Krampus uh, yeah. festival parties. Krampus knocked. And we've got like the fifth annual Krampus walk in Dallas, Texas. I think really? it's, it's either the first weekend, but I'm pretty sure it's maybe the one that has the seventh. And we're, we've been in deep, Ellen, but if you go to Krampus Walk, Dallas, Texas, Google it. You're going to see steampunk people there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess what I like about uh, going to the small town Dickens fairs is they haven't seen steampunk. They may oh. have heard about it, but oh. there aren't anybody dressed up and, and, you know, showing their colors in small towns. And it freaks them out. What? But uh, but not necessarily in a bad way. They're uh, like, what are you doing? How can I do it? Yes. You look awesome. Yes. What are the goggles about? Hey, you know, y'all do look awesome. I mean, I we've do. got aviators. We've got top hats. Yeah. We've got corsets. We've got yeah. them all. Well, so do you. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you. I love these goggles. I love the look. 
end all. So Oh yes, without a doubt. And you know, I don't know what time it is, but I'm going to have to get back up on stage in mere moments, or at least I got to tune because it's been a, a great, great, fabulous weekend, and and I do appreciate you all doing this. And well, thank you for and let, taking some time and coming over and telling us about yourself and yeah. Gananum. And so we're going to be here, I assume, at every steampunk till the beginning of end of time. We're in the beginning of time. Oh, I don't know. I'm time know. traveling. And just just real quick, just real quick before you leave, tell everybody where you can be whether you can be found online and where you're gonna be playing next and oh well yes well mine well there's so many we've got gananum there there is a facebook page for gananum which is again g-a-n-a-i-n-m on facebook and also leave that in the description down here and also more of dundee that's also another character She's her own character with a couple CDs out herself. Ah, and okay. she does, um, who is me, of course, basically traditional ballads from Scotland, Wales, England, and all that I've been playing for at least, at least 50 years. So, you know what? I'm going to go get you one of those CDs in my car. I hope I have one. <laughs> Hi, Wes. Oh, all these different friends that are, you can see here today <laughs> on this wonderful Steampunk November Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you for coming out. It was nice nice meeting you.
Okay, that was uh, what was that name? Canonymous. Canon- <laughs> the, the, the sailor's hornpipe. All right, the Popeye so. song. <laughs> okay, so this is gonna be our last our last episode for the year. Well, I should think so. There's only like a few days left. Exactly. So uh, we'll be moving. I on hope to everybody had a merry Christmas, Christmas. or um, continuing to, or whatever holiday du jour that you are. Uh, Glorious Kwanzaa. Yep. Uh, Happy Hanukkah, which was some weeks ago now. Right. Um, But we're still thinking about you. Just just everybody be nice to each other and have a good time for the holidays. Yep. And and the next one will be New Year's Eve. There's a lot of stuff coming up on New Year's Eve. Let's rattle them off. Yeah. uh, There's a New Year's Eve masquerade ball at the Vulcan Gas Company. There is the Goblin King's New Year's Eve ball at Elysium. Uh, if you are really into Labyrinth, there's also a Labyrinth-themed masquerade ball at Indian Roller. So there are some options for New Year's Eve, and I'm sure I'm just scratching the surface. There's a ton of things to do New Year's Eve. If you are staying home and being sad, you have only yourself to blame. <laughs> and just for the fun of it, because the, the ladies at uh, the Clockwork Cabaret podcast, they throw on the Clockwork Ball, a steampunk masquerade, up in Sashkamal Hall, New North Carolina. So if you're up north... I don't know why you'd be listening to us because we're Texas, but <laughs> well, we still love you. Thank or, you for or listening. If you're traveling that direction and looking for something to do, look them up. Fair enough. Yeah. What else we have? We're going to go into January now. That's you, Ed. Uh, I thought you were going to. Oh, January fifth, new dawn and a new year. This is Space Corps. <laughs> we talked. We've talked about them many times. We had an interview with them last episode. <laughs> yep. This is going to be at the Buzz Mill in San Marcos. 194 South Guadalupe Street, San Marcos, Texas. All right. And then uh, coming up January 8th, and it looks like... Oh, for God's sake. Um, this is running through the, every Tuesday for the entire month. Uh, an introduction to tarot, Ooh. session one, the Minor Arcana, uh, is hosted at the Ace of Cups Massage and Wellness on East Cesar Chavez. Um, they say remote welcome, so I assume uh, that there's some sort of streaming that Sounds you'll, like you'll it. be able to yeah. tune into, even if you're not able to get there uh, directly. Uh, looking for any more description on this event. But we will link that in, in uh, mm-hmm. the Facebook details. Here we go. Jo- Join Samantha Goldberg Blacktorn and Audrey Cariaja. Barton Rossetti on site or remotely as we explore the minor arcana in this five week series. The first of a two part introduction series is open to all levels and all are welcome. Childcare is available for a small fee. We will explore the elements, numerology, history, folklore, traditions, and characters in the tarot using ritual, lecture, and experimental activities. Wow. So they, I mean, they, this is a deep dive into tarot like if, yeah. if you're interested in, in this. Uh, the, each class will be about an hour and a half, and cost of the entire workshop is eighty-eight dollars. So you, yeah, for four, about four weeks. I said that's that's not small change. So you, it's a, a five five weeks five week lecture okay. series. Uh, but if you were interested in in learning more about the tarot or. Uh, Anything of that nature, uh, that might be something to look into. All right. So, but last but not least is Ghoul Town, 
we we've played ghoul town music in the past they i think they fall under the the wild west or the, the crazy yes, west uh, kind of dust punk dust, yep. or weird west uh, they used to be one of my i have all their albums they're pretty good <laughs> uh, so they're they are playing friday january 25th in the in a club called three links in deep elm texas which is actually in dallas the address is 2704 elm street dallas texas you can get tickets online and yeah they're, they're a pretty fun band i've seen them in i've seen them live a few times i think they've changed up their lineup but their sound has not really changed that much so they're pretty they, good they are they're sort of a grungy uh kind of rockabilly yeah rockabilly they, they sing a lot about dead that dying and dead things and <laughs> cool like cool cool stuff <laughs> yeah so i think that's everything for now um, uh, i do want to bring up one okay. more uh We've been talking about the last few episodes, the Steampunk Naval Expedition, oh, yeah. or, right. or uh, uh, the Steampunk Cruise, is leaving February 2nd. Uh, and so if you were contemplating getting in with them, this is like the last chance right, to, to book uh, and, and jump on board. It's uh, always a lot of fun to cruise, and it's even more fun when you're dressing up and hanging out with cool people. And you'll be coming out of New Orleans. And coming back into New Orleans, so right, you know, that, right. there's that too, which is um, fun time. So if if you had forgotten, but you you know got your Christmas bonus and you want to have a really good time and meet some amazing people, do check that out. And I won't talk about it again unless I get to go on one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that about covers it. Thank you very much. We'll be coming back hopefully in January with season four. Thank you for tuning in this entire year. Um, we've really enjoyed uh, being able to bring this to you and uh, meeting you when we can. Yeah. Feel free to uh, remark with any positives or negatives or requests. Um, yep, on, on, our Facebook, on our Facebook page, Texas Theme Punk Connection. Uh, we also have an email address, Texas Theme Punk Connection at Gmail. Uh, we're on Twitter, right? Yep, yep, yep. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how all this other works. iTunes and Podbean and yeah, the podcast. Yeah, find us business. in all the podcatchers out there. <laughs> and oh, apparently, if you leave a if you leave like a a review on on iTunes and put, like hit stars and stuff, it helps. Ooh. It helps. It, it helps bring us up to the front and get gets their attention. I so want a star. If, if you can do that, you know, no, leave, no, no just, stars. Do not give us stars. <laughs> just, just you please, know, no stars. Leave a little review. You know, if anything, just say yes or you know something nice. <laughs> they smell like poo. <laughs> I said something nice, but regardless, <laughs> uh, we want to wish you <laughs> want to wish you a happy new year, and I hope things are going well for you. And uh, we look forward to what twenty nineteen is going to bring us. Uh, so yeah, all, right. all acquaintance be forgot, and and blah, all that. Blah. <laughs> okay, so until next time, mind, mind your, your gauges. gauges. This has been the Texas Steampunk Connection, version 3.0. Opening and closing music by Tricyclo Circus Band. Excusez-moi. Thank you for joining us. We hope to see you out and about one of our adventures. Or to join you on yours. We welcome your correspondence. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, FanboyTV.com, or your favorite podcast outlet. Until next time. Mind, mind your, your gauges. gauges.